Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Panos here from Life With Your Dog podcast. This is going to be our first Q&A for everybody there. So this is designed to be a little bit shorter episodes for you guys. Just a couple little questions that are going to come to us. And instead of them being in the long form, we're going to be putting them in the short form for you. So the first question for everyone today is, what are the leashes that I recommend? and which ones that I generally don't recommend. So the first thing that we're going to show you today is a nylon flat lead. And nylon flat leads are important um, for walking for a few reasons. First things first, before we talk about the style of lead, the most important thing that we need to be discussing is the buckle of a lead. So when you're going to be looking at getting a lead to be walking a dog, especially for bigger, larger, stronger dogs, is that the buckle is nice and strong. This one here is a stainless steel buckle and also how it's connected to the lead as well. So when you look at the lead, you want it to have good stitching at the connection there. A lot of the leads that we um, that we see out in the market sometimes have a little plastic covering over the lead and there's generally a reason why they're covering the, the stitching is because the stitching is not really good and it also has uh, like some glue kind of attached there and you can tell um, how strong it is by attaching it to a fixed part of like a fixed anchor point and then pulling it really hard. And if you can pull it really hard and it breaks or you can feel that it starts to loosen up, well, then that's not good to be walking our larger breeds. Also, stainless steel is a good um, buckle to, um, to be looking at. Another lead that I also often walk with is a brass buckle as well. So brass and stainless steel are the two recommended. And... Um, this one here, and for people that are listening only, if you want to watch the video, we're out on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, so um, so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. But this flat lead here, the brand is Rogs, and Rogs is a brand that I do use for collars, harnesses, and leads. And I like a flat lead because, well, for a few reasons. First of all, it's really comfortable to hold in your hand, and because it's comfortable in my hand, I can have a good grip on it. And with a good grip means that I have effective control over the dog while I'm walking them. And what I don't like about like ropey leads is that it's very thick in the hand. So when you're holding it in your hand, you've got a lot more grip to hold, which means it's going to hurt your hand, especially for people that aren't as strong. And it's a little bit more bulky and heavier on the, on the collar there. So having a flat lead that's nice and thin. Nylon's good because if it gets wet, it's not extra heavy. Um, it's good in the hand. Now we leash lock the lead. So... Um, real quickly here, and I guess we will talk more in detail about leash locking in the future episodes. And there are, there is a video on my Nutris Pooches, um, YouTube channel and on my website about leash locking. But basically, real quickly for the people watching the video here, when you leash lock, you put it in your hand, you loop it up over the thumb, and you can grab it. So that way, there for dog pulls, you've got a good anchor point in your hand here. With a ropey lead, it's very hard to get that grip on. Because it's so much lead in your hand, especially if you're going to double it over like so. And you can imagine if it's ropey, then I've got a big grip there and it's going to start to strain your hand. Where something like this, I've got a nice and thick, nice good um, tension that I can hold on there. 
I also like them to be a roughly around about 1.2 metres because we don't need too much lead when we're out walking on the street. We want our dogs to be next to us, so something a little bit shorter, but not too short and not too long is really important. So this is a ROGS nylon flat lead. I also like using a leather lead. This one I've had for years and years, probably about seven years now I've had this, and you can see it's in good hand, um, good condition. Now you can see how they've buckled this one here. There's nice stitching, and they've also got two brass kind of um, clips or, or um, links in there, so like this lead is not going to fail under intense pressure. I like leather because I guess it just feels good in the hand. It's still it's a little bit thicker than the nylon lead. However, it's still can be good gripped in the hand there, and it's just more for longevity, and if you want to be a little bit more fancy, then the, the leather lead's the, the way to go. So um, as I said before, we want them to be a good length, so this one here is a good length there, and um, also it's good sometimes to have the little ring at the end when we clip it on and we're out walking, or when you don't need the short lead, then you can wrap it, have it around you there. Also... The fact that there's a little link there make, means that I can quickly make it into a slip lead. And a slip lead means that we can put the buckle through like so. And that way there it's it's for more for an easy fix to put it around a dog's head and you can quickly latch it on. So if you're out in the street and you see an extra dog walking and you need a, like a stray dog, you need to quickly get them on. You're not going to be able to grab their buckle and then click it on or grab their collar rather and clip it on with the buckle. But you've got that there where you can clip it around and you've got that there as well. So there's a reason for the ring at the end of the leads and I do like that as well. And I guess also um, another way of making it a slip lead is you get your lead your buckle and you put it through the loop and that also makes it a slip lead also and um another lead so there's two leads that i recommend that everyone should have there's a short lead for when we're structured walking walking the streets and then we also have a long lead so this one here is a 10 meter long lead and um it is also nylon the reason why i like the nylon as i said before is that if it gets wet it doesn't retain a lot of moisture in there so if the dogs were running out in the, in the park and it's like dewy or if it's been raining you don't want the dog to be carrying all this extra weight in 10 meters of wet lead so having it um having a nylon one is good and also it's good under pressure i've never had this one break this one here i've also had for around about seven years as long as you're maintaining and looking after it and making sure that you're always getting knots out of your leads is really important we don't want knots in there for a few reasons it's uncomfortable the dog goes a pull then you've got all these um, notches in there but also where there is a knot in the lead, that's where we start to see the leads fraying. And again, with big, strong dogs, if you have a, um, a weak point inside of your lead and then they go to pull, then of course, then we're putting um, our dogs under a significant danger if the lead then snaps. So really important. And again, you can see here on the video, I'll put it right up to the camera, is that, sorry, there's a little bit of extra bit there, which we don't need, but you can see that it's a nice, strong buckle and also... The stitching here is really, really good, and you can see how much effort they've put in that. So that's just not going to break, and I haven't had that break. Now, we use short leads when we're walking the streets, and if you've heard us talk in um, episodes about the 20-20-20 rule, if I was going for an hour walk, I'd do 20 minutes on a short structured walk, short lead structured walking, rather. Dogs are next to us, loose lead walking. Then we go to the park, we put them on a 10-meter long lead where they can pee, poo, play, sniff, have fun, and you've got them under control. You're not having to rely on leash-free areas to let your dog have some free time. And then we put them back on the short lead to walk back home. So that long lead is a really important tool, along with a good... Um, short leads, so I've got both of them here. Now, the leads that I don't 
particularly like, along with the ropey ones, the cheap ones that you get from the cheap store. They're cheap for a reason because they're not really manufactured properly. And also, um, we don't want them to be too thick because it's hard to hold. And also, when we're talking about, um, oh, that was another thing I was trying to remember, is that there's the leads that have the chain in it. Now, I know why the um, people enjoy Walking with a chain lead, number one is that a lot of dogs start to jump up on the lead and to bite it. And biting on the lead with, of course, if it's nylon, it's going to, they're going to tear right through it and they're escaping. But there's ways of stopping your dog from chewing on the lead in the first place. We don't want to be managing it by having a chain lead. The reason why I don't like a chain is, first of all, it's really hard in your hand. And I have had my thumbs split in half while I was explaining to a client why I don't like their chain lead. And I went to go to my car and get my lead to put on him. And as I was talking, the dog pulled, the the chain wrapped around my thumb and then it split my, my thumb right up in half there. So there was an injury on my half, on my behalf, which is no good. And also it sits really heavy on the dog's um, collar. And when it's sitting on heavy, it just affects the way that we manage and, and maintain the, the walking. And... um and if your hands are slippery, if, if it's wet or you're dealing with treats, then your hand's slipping on, on that chain there and just becomes a lot more uncomfortable. I personally don't like seeing people walking with a retractable lead. The retractable lead's a little, I don't even own one because I don't like them personally. Now they do have their function and they can work really well, especially if you know what you're doing and you have a particular um, function to use it for. But in regards to just everyday dog owners that just clip the dog on the retractable lead and they go for a walk, there's so many things wrong with it. Number one is that structured walk, you structured walk loose lead, you're next to me. So I don't want the dog darting back and forth, back up and down the street, running on the road, running up to other dogs. It's just not good for safety. Number one. Number two is safety for the dog, safety for the human. I've seen now two clients in my time that have showed me their hand and they have lost the top of their finger because a lot of the retractable leads that have a real thin rope and it's a round rope. And what happens is, especially if you've got a big dog, it can wrap around the person's finger and then they run and it does take the um, the skin off the bone or it can just take your finger clean off. And it has happened um, with one of my clients before that she showed me that she lost her finger because of the retractable lead. So that's another reason. If it wraps around your leg and there's real thin wire, it could really hurt you as well and cut into your skin. And sometimes if it's not really manufactured properly, if you've got ones too small for a large dog, they can run and who knows that mechan- the mechanism inside that little box there, it can fail at the wrong time and your dogs run off. I do like the long lead when I'm in the park because I can drop it on the floor and step on it and then may- and manage it that way. And that way that I'm giving that dog that freedom without having the, re- if with the retractable lead, you can't really drop it on the floor. It starts retracting in. I know you can lock them, but then you've got this box that your dog has to kind of run around with. So it's just not really that comfortable. And also we don't like them because it just gives you that that feeling where the dog can then run around wherever it wants. And it's also really hard to hold in your hand like with a with a flat lead like so. I can hold that in my hand. I know where it is. I've got it locked in. It's, it's very easy to handle. You can hold with two hands. You can hold with one hand. Where with the retractable lead, you've got this little box. So it's kind of, it changes the way that you hold the lead. We don't want to be holding the lead with tension. And like with a good grip, we want to be relaxed and calm. And another point is um, just if you're buying a real cheap retractable leads, then again, it's going to fail on you. So there's a little bit about leashes and what leads that I prefer to walk with. Um, if there's any questions, please leave them in the comments below. You can email us um, through our website, laughwithyourdogpodcast.com, or you can hit us up at laughwithyourdogpodcast.com 
at gmail.com. Now, um, if there's any questions or comments that you wanted to leave or you want to find out, you know, where to get the best leads, then you can ask us about that. Um, obviously, the audio part of this video is going to be up on our podcast. If you want to watch the video, just so you can see exactly the leads that I've got in my hand here, well, then you can go onto our YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And for you guys that are listening, we really appreciate it. And hope you're enjoying the show so far and hope you're having a great day. Take care. Thank you.